What's up, everybody? I want to welcome everybody back to the Schoolhouse Scallywags podcast, uh, Extra Point Edition. Me and Landon, we've got a few guests today. we got Doug Adams and Coach Walters uh, from here at AJ. And uh, so what we're going to do, everybody knows Coach Walters because he uh, did the Coach's Corner Edition with us down here with the football coach. So I'm going to let Doug introduce himself. Doug, tell us what you do. And then a little bit about – I was going to just get you to talk a little bit about, like, what your job entails. So go ahead and um, – Douglas Adams, uh, you may have heard me on the Gamecock Radio Network. I'm the statistician for the football broadcast. Uh, I get to travel with the Gamecock football team to everywhere they get to play. I've uh, been doing that for 17 years. been working with Gamecock football in some capacity for the last 21 years. Uh, I'm a 1999 graduate from here from AJ. Uh, so it's a uh, I really got my start working with stats and everything right here today. Yeah, so. th- that's what the, everybody, those old stat books, you know, they, it was, everybody always says that you're the one who started that up. So, I mean, that's, so you got into stats for here. Uh, what what got you into that? You just well, always a hobby? or It was always something I always liked to do. When I was four or five, most people don't know, I grew up a Clemson fan. Oh, really? So I, I grew up a Clemson fan and always had to have a – a newspaper and I wanted to go read the stats, see what was in it. So my dad would take me over to the corner cupboard and get the get the state newspaper right. and look at the stats and go back and and look at it. So uh, it's just always been something I've been interested in. And then when I started here in high school, I, I finally got a chance to do something my sophomore year with Coach Twato, and he got me doing that. So yeah, he when he um or when. Big L was a co- on the coaching staff when yeah. that he had mentioned about about you whenever he came back and spoke at the forty year or the fifty year. It's a, it was 50, fifty year, it's the fifty year. anniversary this year. So he had talked about you, uh, and you're talking about now. You just do stats for the football team, just for football now. So you don't you don't handle any other I don't the sports. Do anything for the other sports in Carolina. I, I used to when I was a student assistant in sports information, but. Uh, I, my full-time job is I'm on paralegal for Todd Ellis at his law firm in Irmo, and I, I live in Irmo. Okay, cool, so. cool. So you uh, you got contact with, in contact with Todd before you got that job, or, or did your school kind of? Well, a- actually, um, the first few years I was in the press box helping out for football, and mm-hmm. I did work with baseball and basketball. Uh, I started not to do football one season, and one of the sports information students, uh, sports uh, the assistants, uh, sports information director assistants, said they needed a statistician for the TV broadcast. It was uh, going to be a tape delayed show. Right. So we went back. Uh, he said, well, do, are you interested in doing this? And I was like, yeah, because it, it was a $100 more a game for me, in which I was in college. So, you know, being a college student, you need that extra right, money. Right, extra uh, money. So, yeah. So, uh, well, that's awesome, man. That kind of met Todd through that. And then he went over to radio, and he asked me to come over to radio with him. Been with him since. That's awesome. I know you enjoy it, especially going to the different locations and different stadiums and schools and getting to see all that stuff. Uh, like we were talking last week, going to A&M. And, you know, that's a dream. Me and Landon were talking about going to all the different SEC venues yeah. and, and just being around those campuses and atmospheres and seeing the different. Yeah, there, there's different traditions all throughout the, the SEC. I mean, Florida, A&M, Auburn. I think I've told Landon about if you ever got a chance to go to Auburn, he needed to go see the Eagle fly around the stadium right. before the game. Pre-game. Uh, yeah, mid- midnight yell at Texas A&M is a huge tradition. The yell cheerleaders they have. Uh, I mean, it, it's just great. Every SEC school has got their own little thing. Different. That's yeah. right. That's right. 
But that's awesome, man. We appreciate you coming in, yeah, you and Coach Walters both, and then Landon, appreciate you coming too. So we'll jump into it. Last week we're going to talk about a few of the games, and then me and Landon did our picks uh, from last week's games. We both went 8-3 and three on us with the spreads. So we'll do that, and then we'll let y'all two pick. I got uh, nine games for this week with the spreads. Even though there's not that many great games uh, going on this week, we'll pick against the spread and see what we can t- and talk about the games and then talk about the playoff rankings. All right, so the first one we had on the list last week was Bama, Mississippi State. Obviously, the biggest storyline from that one was just Tua getting hurt. Uh, did any? I know I didn't watch that whole game. Landon, did you watch any of it? Nah, I, just, I watched a little bit when I got off work, but I yeah. didn't see Tua go out and I turned it off. Yeah, pretty much the biggest takeaway from that was just Tua's injury, which when, it, when I saw it and talked about hip injuries, you know, you don't know how somebody like is going to be able to come back yeah. from that. Um, you think about Bo Jackson. Yeah. Bo Jackson yeah. hip. His hip injury. That pretty much was, ended him. Yeah, pretty much ended his career. Yeah. On a on a look like a normal play. Right, right. right. And that it, like, like. two is when he went down, it didn't look like it was like a terrible hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it just looked like a you know normal. Like he watching, threw the ball. Watching a replay, it looks like it was just a normal tackle. Like yeah. I was looking for like his knee to twist or his ankle to twist. Right. Or you like, see where some type of impact. Yeah, I was just like. Got hurt on that place? Yeah, yeah. But when they went out there to like pick him up and stuff, I mean, he couldn't put any yeah. weight on the on the leg or on his. You know, he you could tell he was in in pain. But you know, hopefully he'll have a quick recovery. Do you think y'all think he'll go out for the draft now, or you think he'll come back? Or I think he's I think he's gone if he's if he can recover if he can recover full full. Which strength. they said they expected him to make a full I recovery think after this season. He's been riddled with injuries throughout. Injuries. Yeah, a couple yeah. injuries this season and. I think he's – I don't think he made his mind up, but the way he played and his injuries kind of forced his hand, I think, to right. go ahead and yeah. take that to chance. Today's game, I mean, it, one play, it could be over with. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to really start looking at the long run because, yeah. I mean, you can make a million dollars playing football or you can go have a regular job. And, yeah. you know, you're Guaranteed not, money, too. Yeah, guaranteed <laughs> right, money. guaranteed money. Because, so, I mean, even if with his uh, injury, he's still going to be – First round, top oh, yeah. two round pick. You know what I mean? I think Burrow probably took over as the number one quarterback going to be taken. Yeah. And then you got the guy from Oregon. Mm-hmm. And then you got um, who was another one that's coming out uh, besides Tua? Uh, well, Fromm will be looking to come yeah. out, but I think Fromm may end up coming back. But and you think about the the topic <laughs> now is uh, play uh, paying the players. Yeah. So, you yeah. know now you got comes into play like that man. Basically, almost could end his career playing football for Alabama. Right, but he and never see any profit off of it. Yeah, never see any profit off of it. Sounds yeah. like that's going to be something that's supposed to come in effect about 2021. Yeah. So is that when is that California's already starting to? I think there's California and Florida. I think both passed bills for it. And the NCAA started like legislation about yeah. it, but I, I think 2021 is kind of. The area yeah. you're starting to look at for them for something to take place. Yeah. Right, for something to actually happen. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. think, like you said, you know, you're, we're all pretty much wearing college stuff in Atlanta, not yet, but, you know, as a college student, man, extra five or six hundred. Oh, it makes a huge difference. It's a huge difference. It allows you to do some things that you might not, you know, be able to do as far as yeah. clothes or food or whatever it might be. So, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, and I mean you couldn't work either when you were in college no. playing football. No. So it's not it's like it's a full time job. It's, I mean, it's not. It's, yeah, it's you not, don't have the opportunity to go yeah, get a yeah, job no. like a normal no. college student yeah, does. It's not like me. Yeah, I, I could. I went and yeah. worked. You you couldn't. You had to go to practice. You yeah. had to go lift weights. When you weren't doing those things, you were studying. Yeah. Or probably study so, hall. Yeah. Or you know. Yeah. I mean, so you don't time. have the opportunity to get a job. You know, no. a lot of people you'll hear them make the argument. 
oh, they get a scholarship. Yeah, they do get a scholarship and they get medical yeah. care and all that, but they don't have the opportunity to go yeah. make any money yeah. other and I than. Think the, the, the big thing as far as the talk to that is what is the base salary? What is, you yeah. know, what right. is that number right. that everybody's looking for? Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to pay them millions of dollars in college, but obviously, you don't want to pay them, you know, they're cheap either. For yeah, the, it's kind of what is that number that you're looking yeah. for? Is it 500 bucks? That's why is I think the name, you know I mean? the name, image, likeness thing kind of kind of works out because now you know you how much money you make off that is based off your performance. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like if you if you perform, then you're gonna be more likely to get money from that. So it's yeah. not like a we got to pay everybody this amount. You know yeah, what I mean? But you yeah. still have to. I think you'd have to make that argument because. Not everybody obviously gets to play, but like, they still yeah. are providing yeah. services yeah. to that university. The, the question is, is how are you going to make it fair in between like a male athlete and a female athlete because yeah. of Title Nine? Right. Then you also have to start thinking about, okay, well, if I'm on the football team, I'm a I'm a first round draft choice, but yet we got like a second uh, walk on, a walk on, or somebody who's on the fo- football team, and you're just kind of wondering like, well, yeah. right? Is that, going, yeah. how, is that going to cause a rift in the locker room? In the room? locker room, yeah. Pay more than me. Right, right. Exactly. But, or even with starters, even with yeah. like, think about like your offensive it's lineman deep, you know? versus yeah. your uh, exactly. versus your back or your or your yeah. quarterback. That's what I'm saying, position-wise so, and depth yeah. chart-wise, you know. Yeah. Your ones are getting paid more than your twos. And it's going to be a recruiting issue too when people start coming out of school. It's like, well, how much you take to say and you know, they have all these resources out here. It's like, well, yeah, we can we can do this for you. And then there's South Carolina, who's on much, much smaller state. It doesn't yeah. have those type of resources. Yeah. And then how do you compete? Right. Yeah. right. It's going to definitely make a huge difference. Yeah. All right, we're going to roll through some of these games, and then some of them will stop and talk. Florida at Missouri. I watched a little bit, or most of this one, so I'll talk about it for a second. Did anybody – I know, Doug, you didn't get to watch hardly any. Watch you was on the road. So, Landon, did you watch any of Florida, Missouri? Well, Missouri – Missouri's one of those teams that like hot and cold. You know, I think Missouri's got a really good defense. They play press man-to-man defense. They uh, send a lot of blitzes on third down. They get after it. But offensively, they've been sporadic. So they pretty much kept it close the whole game. It was 6-3 to three at halftime. Florida was up 6-3. to three. And then Florida ended up kind of pulling away from them um, in the second half. Well, they got it. Which one? Oh, talking about yeah, Missouri? I don't know. I can't remember. I but uh, Florida got some. I'm, I don't. I've never seen a team in the, or in the SEC, especially, get calls that go their way like Florida. Like there was a catch. It was a catch that was uh, the guy, the DB, and the receiver had. The receiver came down with the ball, and the DB snatched it from him and took it from him, and then they ended up giving the catch to Florida. The guy never even had had possession of the ball they ended up giving it to to florida as a catch i'm like you know they just seem to always be in favor of uh yeah well i think it goes back to some of those rules are up to discretion yeah what's your interpretation of that oh yeah you know i could have one judge one one ref could see it as yeah missouri got it one ref florida but at the end of the day you know it's the head guy has to make that decision it's up for interpretation i guess but Missouri, they hung around uh, for the first half, and Florida kind of scored two touchdowns in the third quarter, and they pulled away and ended up winning in the end. One thing about Florida, you said you want to bite them, but they've had a lot of injuries this year too, especially on defense, those two D linemen. Me and Landon were talking about Grenard and, uh, and Zaniga. Right, they came up from Georgia game, but they won a lot of games without those guys. So that says a lot about their team depth, being able to still win games without 
you know, two really good all-conference defensive linemen. Uh, next on the list, Wisconsin and Nebraska. Wisconsin won uh, 37-21. We'll move on from that one. I don't watch a whole lot of Big Ten ball. But I will watch, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, and uh, Penn State. And I'll watch Penn State, Ohio State this week. But uh, we'll talk about that one. Uh, Michigan State at Michigan. Michigan is one team that's rolling. They're hot right now. Uh, they're scoring a lot of points. They won 44-10 to last week against Michigan State, a little rivalry game. So I, I think they're a team to watch out for, especially, you know, I don't think they got a chance of making the playoff. But they are going to play Ohio State, so they can still – be in the picture of affecting the playoff. Yeah, so I, I think I don't think they'll be able to do it. They just haven't had a history of being able to beat beat Ohio State. Yeah, well, no. not Ohio State, just top ranked opponents. Right. They yeah, with Harbaugh. Eggs. Yeah, they laid eggs with Harbaugh in the top ranked opponents. What do you think it is about Harbaugh though? Why why can't he win the? He never could beat Urban Meyer number yeah, one. Yeah. But as far as like like you said, even not just Urban Meyer, just winning. Yeah, top against ranked top opponents. ranked teams. So he has, yeah. I think he's zero and eight or zero yeah. nine against. Yeah. Them. I think I've seen that stat. I don't know what it is. It's. It's not good, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Mental block. I don't know. Players we, uh, are too. We excited. played them in the Outback Bowl a few years ago, and I, I remember our, our guys coming out. And uh, Todd went down and interviewed Muschamp, and I heard some of the guys talking about it's like, yeah, they. We saw them in film, and it's like the tight end ran, ran the same route, like every time. They like never change things up. Right. So I, I don't know. Maybe a scheme, scheme something scheme something wise. Scheme wise, that other teams have figured out. Yeah. I know. I mean, so. defensively, you know, Michigan's always been stout. Like when we played them that day, they they pretty much we did nothing for three quarters and a half. Yeah. First, and we kind of yeah, we, yeah, we, we kind of jumped on them late. But I mean, yeah. maybe maybe it is something scheme wise, offensively. Yeah. Maybe the maybe it's the offensive coordinator, or whatever. Because they got a good quarterback. Shea yeah. Patterson is a good yeah, quarterback. Shea Patterson, yeah. good quarterback. So we'll we'll see how they end up finish up. But they are a hot team right now, winning some games. Uh, next one is Navy and Notre Dame. Notre Dame smoked Navy. Uh, I ended up I ended up thinking Navy was going to try to give them a little game there because with triple option. But yeah. ended up Notre Dame uh, pretty much blew them out. But I was talking telling Landon. Uh, I got a lot of respect for Notre Dame because they went to Georgia at night. And, I mean, they battled about as good as you can battle against Georgia on the road at night. Uh, and we were talking about how we had a little, little respect for that. Uh, their quarterback's big, you know, strong runner. He's a good runner. Uh, he can hurt you with his legs. But I guess his passing game's got to improve a little bit. But you got a good defense. Notre Dame's always going to be pretty much relevant. You know what I mean? So, y'all got any thoughts on, that, on Notre Dame? Not too much. Uh, next one, we're gonna keep moving on this one because there ain't much to see. Wake Forest at Clemson. Clemson smacks them fifty-two to three. Uh, they're rolling ever since North Carolina game. You know what I mean? Much as we all hate to say it, but they're rolling. So they ain't they they uh, are hitting stride when the when the time's right. So they're gonna play their best opponent next week. Yeah, the South Carolina game. <laughs> they might already done played their best <laughs> opponent in North Carolina. But uh, you know, Clemson. One thing about them, though, I mean. You said, I mean, they don't play anybody during the year, but they're going to show up on those big stages. So, Davos proved, and Davos proved in them big games, he can get his team up and get them ready to go. So, yeah. I, and they both, both teams, Carolina and Clemson, for next week, are both coming off a bye. So, everybody has extra weeks to prepare. So, plus, I always I – I don't know how you feel about this, but I always had this thought about 12 o'clock games always favors the road team. Did you have any yeah. think about that in college when uh, you were no, I, Did you when, I, when, I, when I played, I really didn't think about it. We just really? were like, time to show up. Yeah. Kind of deal. I, I never 
took any thought to it. Because yeah. we played Georgia, and that was like our best game of the year. It was a 12 o'clock kick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be. So, so yeah, I, I just didn't – I've always felt like we played well, it, better yeah. at 12 on the road. It takes away the, the so, big-time atmosphere. Yeah. Obviously, you know, if fans yeah. fans got – like Muschamp said, they got a lot of time to drink that yeah. brown water. As, as, a, as a high school coach, like our quick games at 7.30, yeah. like that day it feels like – Last it takes forever yeah, to get there. Really yeah. It takes forever to get there. I feel like yeah. maybe that 12 o'clock game is like, it gets there kind of quick, so you don't have any time to like get up, have breakfast yeah, yeah. with the team, have maybe one or two team meetings. So we'll and walk you, through yep. this North Carolina. Start warming and, and, and then you start taping. The and Yep, go to the stadium, start taping. Special teams are out and maybe don't have any uh, time to think about yeah. what's about to happen. You just kind of yeah. have to react and go. Yeah. And I think that might be a, a valid point right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think. For sure, you don't have time to, you know, let it, let it, let your nerves. Yeah. You pretty much get in, get up, eat breakfast, go to the stadium. And it's time to go. And it's time to go. Yeah. yeah. So I think you know it'd be better. I actually think it's gonna be better for us, even though you you say it's better for the road team. Road, I, road team, but I, I think for us, we practice at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, practice in the morning. So yeah. You're so used to, used, yeah. used to it. Yeah, it won't be any different for for them. All right, so next one, uh, Texas and Iowa State. Now, Texas, I thought really last year when they beat Georgia in the bowl game I thought that that and land that one hurt but uh I thought that uh Texas really was gonna make some noise this year but they've been really inconsistent uh they play well at times they played LSU well but then they've lost some games that they should have won now Iowa State's a good team but you know they Texas shouldn't be losing to Iowa State you know they should take care of business but uh, Tom Herman you know I'm not the biggest Tom Herman fan I don't really think he's he's a great personality but uh, you know, with with the resources that they got at Texas program, with all that money, you know, they they should be they should be taking care of business on teams like Iowa State, even though Iowa State's a solid team. That's that's solid recruiting territory out there, Texas. All the kids oh, they can they can recruit. They, look at the pool they got to pull from, yeah. you know. Uh, next one, this was it was a shocker, but it wasn't a shocker. Minnesota lost to Iowa, twenty three nineteen. I was kind of rooting for Minnesota. I like PJ Fleck. I like what he's doing. Um, but I was a hard-nosed football team. They gonna line up, run the ball, yeah. play defense. They said that's the kind of, that was uh, watch. I think College Game Day. Said that's kind of was a trap game right there. Yeah, the coming off so a big yeah, win. Off that big win. Yep. Still a trap game. Going to Iowa, playing <coughs> at Iowa. Man, right. They're, they're, Iowa's always a solid football team. They're just tough. They, they hard-nosed. They don't go away. They're that's right. Solid defense. They're gonna grind you out. If you don't beat them, and jump on them right. Early. Yeah, if you let them hang around, hang around at home, they're gonna find a way to get and it done. And they're, I mean, they're a top twenty team. They're number twenty in the nation too. So they're, I mean, they're a solid team. Yeah, no but at the end of the day, Minnesota still controls their own destiny. I think if oh, they yeah. went out and beat Ohio State, how can you keep them out? You know what I mean? Yeah. If they went out and they got wins against Penn State, Ohio State in a championship, Big Ten championship, oh, yeah. they should be in. So they can, they still control their own destiny. So we'll we'll keep an eye on uh on the boat, row the boat with yeah, PJ Fleck. So, I, I like P.J. Fleck, though. I'm a fan of his. Uh, this one was kind of a crazy game, LSU and Ole Miss. LSU jumped out really fast. Joe Burrow threw for 489 yards and five touchdowns. Decent numbers there. Uh, but uh, they jumped on them quick. And then Ole Miss actually outscored LSU in the second half. Um, they scored 16 in the third quarter to LSU's 13, and then both teams scored 14 in the fourth. But I think that game might have been LSU kind of jumping out really fast and then kind of relaxing a little bit. And then once you relax, Bub knows this, 
it's hard to get back. You know what I mean? I feel like same way when we played Chesterfield this year. We scored 28 points in what, six, seven minutes yeah. of game time? And then that's all And the then scores. it's like we relaxed, and then it's like, all right, let's, we got to yeah. get back right. And then it's hard to turn the switch the or flip. The, over. Right, it's hard, to, it's hard to flip that switch. Back, you know? yeah. It's hard to flip that switch coming back. So uh, LSU, you know, they got the best resume in the nation. That's why they're ranked number one. Um, their offense is unbelievable. Defense is not as not a normal um, LSU defense. You know, you think about LSU, you think about running yeah. the ball, hard-nosed defense. But, you know, they've changed up. Same thing with Alabama. You know, you used to think about Alabama, run the ball, defense. Oh, yeah. You know, quarterbacks and game manager. Now both those schools got gunslingers throwing it around the yard for 400 yards their a game, and their defense, yeah, not as not They're as not good as, as tight, normal. Yeah. But I'm gonna say it again. This dude, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the running back, had 23 carries for a buck 72. Uh, he's a stallion. He, I mean, he is a stud. He's undersized, but he runs uh, really well. Catches the ball at the backfield. LSU's offense is is unreal. I mean, they're the real deal. So, looking forward to seeing them um, in the SEC championship game. Hopefully against Georgia, I think it's going to be a really good game. Y'all got any comments on uh, LSU or, or anything about them landing? You ready to see them in the championship? I'm ready to see them. Good to get put down. <laughs> All right. Then the next one, uh, Georgia and Auburn. Uh, big game. Georgia controlled the game for most of the time. Oh, my computer's going crazy here. Uh Defense controlled the, or Georgia defense controlled the game for most of the time. Landon, I'm gonna let you take it from here. You tell us about how the game went, because I know you watched every snap of. <laughs> All right, let's start out. Because um, I called you at some point after they scored the second time. I called Landon. I'm gonna tell you what he said later, but I'm gonna let him tell about the game first. So uh, come out, go stop them. They stop us. Fromm comes out, hits Dominic Blaylock. Gets Georgia on the board on the board first, and it's a seven nothing Auburn. Uh, uh, Derek Brown and uh, Marlon Davidson, they was tearing up Georgia's. I mean, they was Georgia's doing the best they could, but there was some big old boys off the ends. So yeah, Georgia, Auburn's got a heck of a defensive front. Everybody knew that from the start. Uh, so. Marlon Davidson and and uh, Derek Brown, Derek Brown, man, them guys are they're tough. So. Georgia, you know, they were steady. They really don't – you know, Jake Fromm only threw for 110 yards, uh, but he did have three touchdowns. But Georgia scored a touchdown in every quarter going into the fourth, so they're up 21 nothing. All right. They've been playing press or man-to-man defense, pretty much cover one, cover two man. And in the fourth quarter, Auburn gets the ball. They got a long ways to go. 11 minutes. 11 minutes. 11 to 12, yeah. So, 21 minutes. So they get the ball. They're probably backed up. Doug, you didn't get to watch this one either, did you? So they're backed up. They're backed up. You know, they got to drive the whole field. So Georgia goes into like a soft zone look, soft zone cover four, and uh, pretty much giving them the four to five to six yard completions, maybe run for one or two. They come up, make a tackle. They gave it to them all the way down the field. Auburn scores. They run off some time on the clock. Auburn scores. Then they kick the onside kick. Well, Auburn gets the onside kick, all right? But they called what, – what did, did they call illegal touching? Yeah, touched it. Like or no, they called – they called – uh, they blocked the guy. They were blocking, yeah, and I didn't really contact. know. He made contact with the, with the guy on the front line before the ball went 10 yards. And it was close. I mean, it was at nine. So yeah. the guy's blocking, 
makes contact, the ball goes 10. I mean, it was going to work. Even if he didn't block the guy, they were going to get it. So, Georgia caught a break on that. But anyway, either way, Auburn comes back and scores again, makes it 21-14. And, and I just felt like the game changed when there was 11 minutes to go and they started playing that soft cover four, trying to let them come up and make tackles. Why? Why? It's 21 to nothing. It's, it's like going back to what we said earlier is about changing your game plan. Yeah. You've been doing the same thing all day, cover one, cover two, two high, stick free, whatever you want to call it. And now all of a sudden – Games on the line, so to speak, and you go to zone. Oh, why? Uh, you're, what, they had this little saying: prevent defense prevents what? Prevents you from winning. Yes. yes. Nothing. Like I, I don't get it. How they? And maybe, like I said, their guys get paid lots more money than I do to coach football. But I just think if you got a game plan that's working, why change it? Why change it? I, I mean, that's why like, change it? You know, you're. you're why relax? That's, yeah. Again, man, defense makes you do what? Be aggressive. Yeah. Zone defense makes you what? Relax. Be on your heels, yeah. you just drop into a zone. You can find those zones. Now you got to run. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't I don't think that's a smart move. But, again, like I said, I don't get paid. Yeah. I, I don't get paid the big bucks. Either. We both coach football, but we, we're high just, school level coaches. Yeah. But I just don't think that's a very smart. Especially when you shut them out. I mean, you Auburn is, is a good football team. You yeah. shut them out for three quarters. Yeah. Why change? Doing, the, doing the, what you said, you know, man. Yeah, they play a man he, press coverage, and I understand you don't want to give up the big play, but you still got two high safeties, yeah. you know. I mean, and you don't have to play press; you can still play soft man. You know right, what I mean? right. You can or just a, play a two read right. style to where you know it's, it's soft, but you're still playing a man concept. Yeah, I, I could not figure it out, and then I called Landon, <laughs> and when they scored the second, when I called him, I said. I said, how nervous are you right now? <laughs> and up. he was fired up. He said that, what did you say? Didn't you say you are going to burn all your stuff up or something like that? <laughs> Sounds like I'm going to host a bonfire. Yeah, yeah, he said he's going to host a bonfire. So I said, I said, just call. I said, y'all are going to be all right. You ain't going to lose, whatever. Yeah. So they ended up holding on and pulling it off. But uh, Swift had 17 carries for 100 yards. Harrion had 24 yards. I mean, Georgia really didn't have that much offense, period. But, you know, they've been playing great defense. Yeah. So they need to stick to their game plan and, and you know what I mean, just play, be who you are. What will you always say? Uh, be who, be you, who are, you are. If you're a man-to-man team, aggressive team, to, like, be who you, you know, are. How important was that onside kick? How, how much did that oh, yeah. sway the, the momentum, the momentum would have been right, you know what I mean? The momentum was already swinging to Auburn. Oh, yeah. It would have been 100% they, they in favor. that onside kick. It's a different, it's a different story. It's a different story. Mean? It's a different story. How big that call is. You think about, like I said, referees and making those. How big are those, like, those calls they make? You know, that swings the momentum. Oh, yeah. The other. All right, well, we'll get to the last one here, the one that's going to hurt me the most, South Carolina at Texas A&M. We got smacked. Yeah, we got smacked thirty to six. Elaborate on that one. Didn't did not have much offense. Period. Landon, you you watch soccer. You watch our game. Did not have pretty much any offense. Uh, I'm gonna let Doug talk about that one a little bit. You just give your thoughts, and you witnessed it firsthand from a great seat. So you give us your thoughts, and then I'll talk about it a little bit, and then we'll move on. Yeah, it was uh, it's one of our worst offensive showings on the year. Uh, found out about breakfast Saturday morning that Brian Edwards may not be playing. We didn't really have official words. Said it was going to probably be up like game time. No, for sure. Then right. Right before the game started, they came out in pregame and he he wasn't dressed out, warming out. So that pretty much told us he wasn't playing. Right. So, uh, so then then we were already out without Brian and some other receivers without Feaster. 
Uh, so we just really didn't have any playmakers on offense for that game. Right. Uh, and then Rico, to me, he still doesn't look – Rico Dowdle still doesn't look like he's 100%. Yeah, and, and the rushing game, the running game, I, I'm not sure what has happened in between the Florida game and, 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 now. and now. Because we ran for over 200 yards against Florida, and then the running game has just disappeared. Yeah. I'm not – and I think a lot of people are taking the blueprint from uh, from uh, App State and yeah. saying, "Listen here, we're gonna walk our safety up. We want it. We're gonna play with one high, and this quarterback is gonna have to beat us. And you're gonna have to protect because it ain't just quarterback. It's, it's our pass protection has been really bad. Send pressure. And send pressure. Gonna beat you or get there before the ball gets." Alaski's actually hasn't been great this year at all. I mean, his four best games, I think, were like three and one in. The only loss was to Alabama. I think he completed over, over like 60%. I don't know if you can pull that up or not, but his, I think his completion percentage on the year is 58%. Yeah. We really need that completion percentage probably to be around between 62 and 65%. Right. And, and we don't, so. right now, we don't have any way, uh, without, especially without Brian Edwards, we don't have any way of stretching the defense, period. No. We got nobody that can run. De- and the one ball that we did, uh, leg, uh, Xavier Leggett. Hold on a minute. Guys, I'll tell you right now. If you, Connor, if you need to leave. Okay. All right. All right. But uh, I don't even know what I was talking about now. Uh, talking about passing game. Oh yeah. So I think you know, pass protection wise, we've been really bad too. So we'll uh, we'll see if we can uh, right the wrongs. They said they're gonna make some offensive line moves for next week. So we'll see what that is. Yeah. Um, I'm not, not sure if Brian's going to be back next week either, sir, for Clemson. Yep, I, I don't expect him to be. I don't yes, expect sir. him to be. With him just having that knee scope, I don't I don't expect him but to be ho- back. Ho- hopefully Shia will be ready and uh, Shia Smith will be ready. We'll have Ortrey Smith back. Uh, hopefully Feaster will be ready to play too. And hopefully the O-line, the, the changes they make on the O-line will work out as well. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll keep. But, I mean, I thought defense played great. I think they did play well. I mean, the only problem with there is like the end of the game, the offense's inability to move the ball. Where I think we were four of eighteen on third down. Right. A and M had the ball for over forty minutes. Bub, being a defense coordinator, knows that that's a bad recipe. Right? Bad yeah. recipe. Yeah. yeah. Bad so, recipe. If you on the, if you're on the field, you know. You only can hold them so much. Yeah. Right, and then like so he, time. like they were saying too, you know, once once you get into that situation, you got to start trying to create negative plays. Start sending pressures and, stuff. and then you put stuff in a bad spot. If somebody gets yeah. out of their gap or gets washed out of the gap, just yeah. like you saw, 75 yard touchdown. Yeah. It can happen that, was, that quick. No, that was late in the game. It was a 13 3 game for a while. So yeah, oh yeah. It was, a, it was a close game. Yep, so we'll um we'll see how we end up and uh, and hopefully we can make it competitive next week. But, um, you know, injuries every year, I feel like we say injuries kill us, but we'll. Uh, We'll have to readjust, or adjust, and I mean, sooner or later, some somebody's got to make some plays. You know what I mean? Xavier Leggett's got to catch some balls. Uh, you know, our, our backup guys got to make plays. You got to use it as an opportunity. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I mean, I see. I don't know the ins and outs of college football and all that they go through, but you, know, you got to be able to develop those guys that you get. You know what I mean? And obviously, when you recruit people, it's like anything. You really don't know what you have until until they get on the get that on the field. You get them in live situations, live bullets flying, 
and then you kind of see what you got. So, I mean, it's hard to, to do it at high school because you, you got you're, you're dealt the hand you got, so to speak. Yeah. But again, about being successful is getting those twos and developing those guys as players to, to come in when people get hurt and be able to plug them in. Yeah. So, right. I mean, I think that's everybody fights that battle. Yeah, we got to get some people to step up with wide receivers, especially. Yeah. So. Yep. So we'll see what happens with them. All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna. I got nine games. So what we're gonna do is I'll read the game off, give the spread. Everybody'll give their pick, and then uh, we'll just briefly talk about the game or whatever. All right. So first one, big game of the week: Penn State, Ohio State. I was shocked to see this, but Ohio State is an eighteen and a half point favorite Penn in this game. State. <laughs> we are. That's right. Uh, we are. But Coach Walters is a. He's a big Penn State fan. So um, I was really shocked, even though I knew Ohio State obviously gonna be the favorite, but. 18 and a half points. That's a lot of points, man. That's no a respect, lot of points. Man. No respect. That's a, that's a lot of points. And, and I mean, I don't see them beating them by more than 19 or 19 points yeah. or more. So, you know. Picking with my heart right there. All right, so I'm going, with, uh, I'm going with Penn State to cover. I don't know if they'll win, but I'm going with them to definitely cover the 18 and a half. Landon, who you got? I got Penn State. Well, I got a high state winner, but Penn State, State covering. win by 17. 17. Doug, what you got? Penn State. Penn State. Yeah, I know Coach Walters going Penn State. We're going to win, man. Penn State. All right. Next one, Pitt at VT. VT's a hot team right now. VT's favored by three and a half. I'm going Virginia Tech because I think they're playing good ball. They got a veteran defensive coordinator, and they're trying to fight for the uh, – It's at VT at home in Blacksburg. So, and Virginia Tech's fighting for the, for the uh, Coastal Division so to go play in the championship. It's three and a half. They're favored by three and a half. What you got, Lando? Virginia Tech. VT. Yeah, I got Tech. VT. I'm not going to go with everybody else. I'll go Pitt. You got Pitt? Just right. to be different. I ain't got nothing to do with Pittsburgh Steelers, does nah, it? Oh, okay, no. all right. Pitt plays uh, good ball, man. Yeah, they do. They do. And they were in the championship last year. So, um, going to be a good one, I think, in the, in the ACC. All right, next one, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Oklahoma State's favored by um, six. West Virginia coming off a pretty big win. Who, didn't they just beat uh, – who did they beat last week? I don't keep it up with it. I got a look. You don't remember Landon? I don't know. I don't watch the Big 12. He only watches the Georgia Bulldogs. He only watches the Georgia Bulldogs. That's right. Come on, Landon. And the fighting game. <laughs> oh, they just beat K-State. K-State rate 24th. K-State's got some big wins on the year. They beat Oklahoma. So, West Virginia coming off a win. Um, they getting six points. So, I'm going to take – uh, let's see. I'm gonna take West Virginia. It's a toss up with those Big 12 teams. You never yeah, know. You never know. You, you never know. Yeah, you never know. All right, I'm gonna take West Virginia. Landon, who you taking? Uh, I'll take West Virginia too. West Virginia. Doug. No, I'm gonna take Oklahoma State. Just to be different from you. Oklahoma guys. State minus six. Oklahoma State. Bo, who you got? What's this point? It's Oklahoma State minus six. And they're playing at. They're playing at West Virginia. I'll take West Virginia. West Virginia. Coming off a win, maybe they can put something together here. Yep. Sneaky game of the week, TCU at Oklahoma. TCU had a big win against Texas earlier in the year. Oklahoma's got Jalen Hurts. I'm a fan of Jalen Hurts and what he's doing. Oklahoma's an 18-point favorite at home. So, it is at Oklahoma in Norman. So, I'm going to uh, go with TCU to cover the – Cover that 18. I don't think they win, but I think they covered the 18 points. I got Oklahoma. Oklahoma. You think they're going to win big, Lane? That's a good oh, yeah. pick. Jalen Hurts. Uh, 
Jalen, what you got, dude? TCU, did, did y'all know the uh, the radio play-by-play for TCU is actually at AJ alum? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I had heard Brian that. Brian Estridge. That's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, I, I don't remember who had told who or where I heard so, that yeah. from. Might have been on the radio on uh, 107.5 The Game. I might have heard that. That's awesome, but uh, – Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Walk that dog on them. Boomer sooner. Right. Boomer sooner. They struggle a little bit on, on I think, defense. I think for Oklahoma, this is a statement game. For them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they, so. They, they go out and take care of business and blow them out. Because they're still in the playoff oh, picture. yeah. They're still yeah. in the picture. Still in the picture. Um, next one, Texas at Baylor. Baylor is, is uh, 12, man. still in the – Baylor's, Baylor's still in the picture. Um, they just lost to Oklahoma, but – they're still a really good team. Uh, Kendall Browse got the offense working. And uh, Texas, obviously, is hot and cold. You don't ever know what you're going to get with Texas. So I'm going to go with uh, Baylor. It's Baylor minus five and a half. So Baylor is the favorite. So I'm going to go with Baylor because I think they're going to win by touchdown. All right, Lando, who you got? I'm going Baylor. Baylor. All right, Doug, who you got? I'll go Texas. Texas. I'll go Baylor as well. Baylor. I don't even know. I just pick one. <laughs> yeah. Really, you don't know about that one because, I mean, they could – either one of those guys. They'll score a lot of points. Whoever yep. has the ball at. <laughs> yeah. All right, six. One of the only SEC games, uh, conference games, is Tennessee at Missouri. Two teams, you don't never know what you're going to get with either one yeah. of them. If Bryant plays, uh, you know, Bryant can be good at times. He can be bad at times. He hadn't done as much with his legs as I thought he would do this year. Um, so, we'll, we'll see how that one goes. I'm going to go with Tennessee. Missouri's minus four points. So, Missouri is the favorite. But I'm going to go with Tennessee to beat Missouri um, on Saturday. Who you got, Landon? M-I-Z. Missouri. Missouri. Why are you picking Missouri? They got good defense. I do like Missouri's defense. I, don't, I just don't buy Tennessee. You don't I buy Tennessee? Don't buy Tennessee. <laughs> he don't like Tennessee is what it is. Duh, who you got? They're playing at Missouri. At Missouri. I'm going Missouri. Oh, Missouri man. just because of the home team? Yeah, home What's field. The points? They do play better at home. They play better uh, at home. Missouri's favored by four. We'll go from my buddy Jake Vaughn, man. Going Tennessee. With the, going with the old Rocky Top. Oh. You got two veteran receivers. Going Rocky I'm top. going Rocky Top, too, man. I think they're going to win. to turn that thing around a little bit. Yeah, I think they're going to win. Ten- the thing about Tennessee, even when they were bad, they got talent. Oh, they man. got talent. Man, that linebacker they got, what's the, uh, Batoli, number 35, Batoli or whatever, that kid's an animal, man. He had like 15, 16 solo tackles last week against somebody. But he's – I just think Tennessee has the tools to be good. Oh, yeah. They just haven't put it together just yet. But uh, I'm going Tennessee to beat Missouri. Uh, seven is Oregon – or no, A&M at Georgia. Here we go, the big one. Landon. Oh, or I'm going to go – or well, no, Georgia's favored by 13. Now, Texas A&M, their only losses are against Bama, LSU, Clemson, and who's the other one? There's one or that might be all. That might be all. A&M's losses? Yeah, they're 7-3. Yeah, they so, their losses are to three top five teams. Yeah. All right. So, you know, people are looking at this game thinking, you know, they're not going – it's not going to be a close game. But I can see this game being a lot closer than people think. Jim Bob so Fisher, man. I'm going to wait on mine. I'm going to get Landon's first. I know who he's going to pick. Go ahead, Landon. You're going to pick A&M? 
Tell us, tell us why, though. It's taking a lot of thought in this pick. I've been going back and forth with my mind all week. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think, I think I'll go to the dogs. But you got to tell me why. How, what's what's your score prediction and why you think y'all going to uh, pull that one off? I think the final score is going to be, uh, i say maybe 28-10. to 28-10? So you think they're going to cover the 13? They're going to cover the 13. Um, I can definitely see that being realistic. I'm thinking more like 21-10 or 24-10 maybe, something like that, because Georgia offensively has been struggling. Uh, and Texas a and you're not going to just line up and run on Texas A&M. You lie, I'm telling you. They got some dudes now. They got some dudes up front. Some, yeah. They got, got some, some big boys up front, man. And uh, so I can see I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know, I'm going to go with A&M. To cover, not to win, to cover. I'm going to go with them to cover. I'm going to go with them to cover. Doug, who you got? Georgia's going to win the game, but A&M, I think, will cover. You think they're going to cover? I'm with him. I think A&M's going to cover. I don't think they're going to win. I think they'll score 13. I think Georgia will probably score around 24, 24-13. I can see that being a good score. Uh, Bo, who you got? I'm going with my man, Lando. The dogs. The dogs, baby. Them dirty, they mangy cover. dogs. Blowout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, next one, Oregon at Arizona State. It's a pretty easy pick, I think. But Oregon's favored by 14. I'm going with Oregon. I like their coach, uh, Cristobal. I think they got a good uh, good quarterback, good offense. So, I'm going with Oregon. Who you got? Forks up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, forks up, baby. That's right. I'm going Oregon. The fighting uh, – what's, what's the man's name? Uh, Herm Edwards. The fighting Herm Edwards is – I got You going to Oregon? What's right. the spread on that? It's 14. Who you got, Oregon. Doug? Oregon. Yeah. I think they're rolling right now. Who you got, Bo? Forks up, baby. Uh oh, Arizona State. Arizona State. Herm Edwards pulls one out. Herm. I like Herm, though. I hope he does get something going there. And then the last one, I just threw this on there just because uh, interesting point spread. And in, uh, Indiana, 7 and 3. They got a decent record. Michigan at Indiana. So it's Michigan away from home. They're favored by nine and a half. So, I'm going to go with Michigan just because they've been scoring a lot of points lately and not allowing a lot of points. So, that's a good recipe to win. There you what, go. What you got, Landon? Smart logic right there. Uh, I go with Michigan. They're playing tough. Yep. Michigan. Michigan. Bob? Uh, I'll go Indiana. I don't Indiana. know why. I just want to be different. I want hey, Indiana's solid, though, and they're playing at home. I just want to know why we ain't got that. That game, that other game, everybody's talking about next week. Which one? What y'all playing next week? Y'all buy this week. Oh, we got buy this week. Uh, you talking about Carolina Clemson? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that one next week. <laughs> I'm trying to put that one off as long as possible. <laughs> For a long hour. Yeah, I'm trying to put that off as long as possible. <laughs> you never know. Rob, All right. Robbery game, man. You never know. So last thing we're gonna do, uh, we'll talk about the playoff picture or whatever for a second, and then we got one little thing I'm gonna get Doug and Bub to do. That we talked about last week, and we'll try to get everybody to do it at the end of a pod. If you're a first time, well, I know you're not your first time, but yeah, uh, we didn't show. do it last time, yeah. so I'm gonna get you to do it. But uh, playoff picture, all right. I want to get y'all's to who you think is gonna end up being the final four teams and why. Hmm, that's a that's a hard question right there. Uh, I think you I think you got to put if if everybody wins out and does what you're supposed to as far as LSU. I think LSU is in there. I think Clemson wins out. They're in there. Um, I hope, um, personal reasons, I hope Penn State's in that so, discussion. All right, let's but, say uh, let's say Penn State does win. 
and they win Minnesota out. Minnesota has to lose, obviously. Minnesota has to lose. Let's say all that happens. Yeah. All right. And Ohio State doesn't win the Big Ten. So that that will pretty much knock them out. Yeah. So that opens up a spot for somebody else, like a Penn State yeah. or an Oregon or somebody like that. It's just, I, don't, I mean, I hope it works, but my fear is that they'll get swept under the rug like they got right. three or four years ago when they were beating everybody, beat Ohio State, had a loss to Michigan that was close, but Michigan didn't win the Big Ten, I don't think, and, and we were that next one up, and they were like, nah, we'll, we'll go with somebody else. So. Yeah. I think I think the two that are definitely going to be in there is going to be LSU and Clemson. Yeah. I mean, you can't argue with those guys. Right. I mean, if you had to put your money down on the other two, who are you going with? I don't. Uh, I don't know because there's so many one-loss teams. Uh, you know. <laughs> We're not going to put Georgia in there. Oh. <laughs> I, will put, I think we. You could put. It. I mean, I think I'd like to see Georgia in it. Uh, I think if they play a close. Yeah, I don't know though. This, With Georgia already LSU. having one loss, I think if Georgia, the only way Georgia gets in, if they beat LSU. Oh yeah. I think if they beat LSU, they'll put both of them in. Oh yeah, that's what this thing says. It says LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's, that's the that's, that's the current. Solid, that's a solid. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest with you, I think that probably is the four best teams right now. So yeah, I mean, they got to play, but they got to play. I think if chips fall where they're supposed to. That's that's what that you see might now. yeah. yeah. Doug, what you think? How you think it's going to play out? I think LSU is going to win out for regular season. Georgia's going to win out for regular season. They're going to match up in the SEC championship game. I'm taking the dogs in the SEC championship. I think it's game. a good matchup for Georgia. I really do. Oh yeah. Then, then I think the problem is is who who goes. Yeah. Because you uh, think Ohio State's going to win out. Yeah, I think Ohio State's going to win out. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I think. To be honest with you, I think that they'll uh, they'll leave it the way. If that happens, I think they'll just swap. They'll move Ohio State up to one if Ohio State wins out. Clemson will go to two. Uh, Georgia will go to uh, maybe three, and LSU will fall to four. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, I feel like even if you have one loss, as long as you play the top 25 team and if you have better top 25 wins, I really don't see why the win loss why they would drop them. would yeah. really matter. Because, I mean, you got LSU who's already beaten Alabama who's fifth. Uh, and they've beaten Florida, they Auburn, beat Florida and Auburn, who's all top, top 15 here in the college football league. Thing, what's going to be the best matchup? So yeah, uh, yeah, I think I, I think that half of it is obviously people thinking football wise, but then the other yeah. half is what's going to make the most money as far as what yeah. you what do you want to see? Yeah. Right. If you're already going to see, you see LSU Georgia one time, chances are you probably don't really want to see that again. Yeah. 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 So they they won't the put them. They won't put them one four where they'd be playing yeah. again right after the SEC championship yeah. game. Yeah, they would put they them. They would only. It would be one of them would be one and four. The other yeah. one would either be two and three. Yeah. Right. So, like I said, it goes comes down to matchups. What's going to be? Yeah. Who has the best record? And out of those records, what's going to be the best matchups? Right. What's going to be the best games? What style? Yeah. It's kind of like you think about uh, like. Mixed martial arts. What styles clash the most? Yeah. It's going to be a good style matchup. Yeah. A team that runs it, a team that has a great defense, right? Or a team that throws it all over the place and they're, you know, yeah. whatever the style is, it's, you know, a stylistic matchup. Right. right. They would like to see a Clemson-Georgia matchup in the playoff. I'd like and to see then that. LSU-Ohio State would be a great matchup. I'd like, to see, the, I'd like to see the dogs go after the Tigers. I mean, 
think yep. that's a, I think that'd be a, I think that'd be a good playoff. I think that would probably be one of the better playoffs in the in the past few years. Yeah, I, think, I think that will be the case if we slip up beat LSU. I think Ohio State won, Clemson two to prevent a Georgia LSU rematch to bump Georgia to three, three and put LSU. Georgia, get LSU State I think I think, I think LSU, that's what will happen. Be a good game oh as yeah, well. definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. All right, well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, last thing I told Landon, what we're going to try to do is if we get somebody new on, the last thing we're going to do is you got to tell if you could go out to dinner with one person, dead or alive, in the history of wherever, <laughs> who would it be and where would you go? Ghost over. So, yeah, Landon, he had a uh, – his was not very good. Yeah, I heard that one. That was Jake Fromm. I kind of gave him grief at the filling station. After yeah, that. I said, Landon, of all people, of all, you, all Jake, people. dead or alive now, dead or alive, anybody. 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 I don't know, man. It's a hard question. It is. But just pick – all right, just give – even if you have, like, a group of people, just pick one. I'm not picking Caroline. She's a loser. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I guess uh, – why is everybody looking at me? It's weird. Uh, oh, they won't be quiet. A lot, yeah, a lot, they want to listen now. Um, I guess I'd go with my uh, uh, doppelganger twin, uh, Connor McGregor. Connor McGregor. I think that'd be a great time going out. Oh with yeah. Him. And uh, I like to. Get, I don't know where I would go, but I'd like to go somewhere like in his home country. Somewhere in Ireland. Yeah. That would be. That's a good yeah. one. That's I a good one. A, I think that's a. Be an interesting a fun time. Oh yeah. Be an interesting conversation. Yeah, a conversation and probably get into some interesting. Uh, that's situations a <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one all right Doug what about you man so we have Conor McGregor Jake from man I'm going with like Paris Hilton can't she just fly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah I mean uh I guess so she could probably fly you wherever you wanted to go there, there you go <laughs> wherever, wherever her private plane can take us man and she's gonna go. pick the restaurant she, too she can pick whatever she wants that's solid buying, right? solid yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Jay, uh Landon did you want to change yours up from uh from Jake Fromm, or are you sticking to your guns? Man? No, I just have hometown locals. <laughs> no. Landon <laughs> said he's going to take Jake Fromm to the 521 filling station. Oh, yeah, no, 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 the Kershaw Bojangles. Oh, Kershaw Bojangles, yeah. I said, you got to be kidding me. But, hey, that's that's Landon in a nutshell there for you. All right, well, appreciate it, y'all, for, for coming out and being on the pod. And, uh, we uh, We love it. Me and Landon love talking about college football, so yeah. we're going to keep it going as long as the season's on. And uh, next week we'll probably have to do a little earlier since we're going to be out for Thanksgiving break. But all me and Landon will be back on. No, we'll talk about that when the time comes, Landon. Yeah, but uh, enjoy the podcast. I, I'm listening each week. Uh, last week I actually listened while I was flying to Texas. So yeah, so yeah, we're glad, man. We're just trying to get some more listeners and get people to yeah. interested. And we're going to do some other topics besides just football too, because I know not, it's not everybody's thing. So we're going to do some different stuff also. But uh, appreciate everybody coming out. Appreciate everybody uh, that's listening. And uh, just keep. Go dogs. Yeah. We are. (laughs) We are. (laughs) But everybody just uh, keep listening with us. Let us know if you got any uh, requests for something you want us to talk about or any other topic. Or if you want to come on and and talk with us. Uh, Just let us know. Uh, Appreciate you listening. Y'all have a good one. Y'all. Whoa. Ooh, look out. What is-
Listen to me. Ah!